Hey guys, and welcome to Personality Bingo with me, your host, Tom Moore. So this week on the podcast we have Claire Cullen. Claire is a YouTuber and a podcaster in her own right. She has a brilliant Storytime podcast, and you can find her on Clizair on YouTube. Uh, she got a really, really like super successful YouTube channel. Kind of that took me by surprise. Um, she's just brilliant. Um, on like she just really like found her niche in that medium, and it's incredible. She's also uh, a facts contributor, uh, mainly a producer, uh, and just an all-around cool person. Uh, we had a great chat, and I really hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, a few little bits and bobs right up the top. I just wanted. To to um, point you in the direction of Fix Me. Uh, the show is out this week. Uh, it's my YouTube web series. It would mean the world if you could check it out, if you could give it a share on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, we don't ask for any money for this podcast, um, but I absolutely ask that you share that. Uh, no, no, no. If you could, it would be amazing um, because uh, I'm proud of it. Um, and we uh, try to make a thing and uh, we did it uh, and hopefully you guys can get something out of it. Um, other than that... Uh, I just want to say a few thank yous to some people right at the top because uh, as always people have been so kind getting in touch um, Stacy is always getting in touch it's really great to hear from you Stacey also Tony Rosales uh, Nicole O'Connor was in touch former guest of the show uh, she was thanking Charlie Coons because he's been uh, binging on the episodes and just kind of letting us know what he thinks about each one which is really really cool also a massive thank you to Kieran O'Brien Kern who's been in touch with the show uh, Blind's episode uh, was a massive hit with people uh, Liz Alper um, who writes in the, the show Hawaii Five O. we have some kind of like famous LA people uh, who are fans isn't that isn't that kind of cool? Uh, also, a massive thank you to Keila Whelan for getting in touch, for Nads, uh, um, for David Monaghan, for anyone who's been getting in touch. It's just so cool to hear from you guys, and it's really nice to know that people are enjoying the podcast. So, as I said, please do check out Personality Bingo on YouTube. Uh, I have some exciting theatre news coming up very soon that I can talk about. Um for anyone in Dublin who might want to see some plays uh, and oh yeah go check out the Head Stuff Lectures they're on this Wednesday in Smock Alley uh, and I'm really excited uh, I think I'm going to be uh, I'm going to have a look into like doing one of them coming up soon I'm going to go check it out on Wednesday so if you uh, want to come down it'd be cool to see anybody who's around because um, the lectures look great and um, it'd be a good chance to, to say hello to anyone who listens to the podcast uh, so guys um, other than that please enjoy the wonderful personality bingo with Claire Cullen play personality bingo with Tom Warren? All right, okay, let's do it. All right, so let me give a quick explainer for, for anyone listening for the first time. All your, all your, you're going to have like all these people that like like love you that are going to listen to this now and they're going to like, hey, uh, I already gave a, I already gave a story time a little plug in this podcast already. Can't remember what episode though. But, no uh, way. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did not catch that. Yeah, it's buried in there That's somewhere. Amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go back and listen. Absolutely. Um. So, uh, so right, we've got sixty balls in here. I'm gonna put sixty minutes on the clock, and I've got sixty questions in front of me. I have given you five numbers here. I'm gonna ask you to pick a sixth in a moment. But if you manage to cross off all six numbers, that means you get to pick a question for me and turn it back around, and I will give you a completely honest answer. I can ask anything. Absolutely anything. Anything you want. Uh, but before we get there, uh, will you do me a favour and will you read out the five numbers that uh, the computer has randomly de- generated for you? Okay, so I've got 7, 12, 25, 40 and 58. Nice. Uh, can I ask? How do I get the sixth again? I'm going to ask you to pick it. Your oh, number. Get you get to pick the sixth. Ooh. Yeah. Can I pick 29 then, please? Absolutely. Any any reason? 
it's my jersey number for the sports that I play. All right, right. Will we will we just will yes. we, we uh, you pick number. So we've got we've got it all we've got it all done. Uh, all, right. all right, let's put the sixty minutes on the clock and away we go. All right, first number out the bat. We have number thirty-two. No. All right, no worries. Number 32. Question is, how often... Oh, we're going right in there. How often Ooh. do you find yourself Facebook stalking ex-boyfriends or girlfriends? Never, because I'm not friends with them on Facebook. Okay. This is unique to me because I've been going out with my current fiancé. <laughs> my current fiancé. My uh, fiancé, nine years. Really? So I only had one official boyfriend before him and then a couple of people I dated. Actually, I'll give you that answer. I did find myself looking up somebody's Facebook that I was... Dating, but never was never a boyfriend. Mm, yeah, recently enough. Just see what they're up to. Just see what they're up to. And uh, I think they liked one of my statuses or something. And I was like, oh, geez, I forgot about that person. Yeah. And then yeah, they're all married with kids now and stuff. It was really interesting. Really? Yeah. But um, it'd be more Instagram if I was ever to look up an ex. Really, it'd be Instagram. Right. Because it's public. Yeah. Whereas Facebook is harder to. Oh, that's true. That's true. Instagram is public. Yeah. yeah, you can put it on private. An embar- well, you can, but most people don't. Yeah, an embarrassing thing happened to me. I went to follow someone, and then uh, just like I, you know, when it's coming up like suggested people you follow, just click follow. I was like, oh, he's an interesting actor. It was, and uh, but kind of like a high profile actor. And but it's kind of like I'd like to see like where they are, what they're up to. They're just great. I admire them. And then like like twenty four hours later, I seen like yeah, like da 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 approves your request to follow them. And I was like, oh no, I didn't mean a request. <laughs> I just thought I could like sneakily yeah, yeah. follow. That means that he had to like see it go. Hmm, what do you think of this guy? Duh. We don't even know each other. <laughs> but uh, I just thought that was a little bit embarrassing. Yeah, I don't understand why you put your thing on request if you're going to accept strangers. What's the point of putting it on request then? That's a great point. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know. And, like, he may have heard of me, but like, we don't know each other. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but uh, but um, we're, we're, we're there anyway. Uh, that's great, though. Yes, yeah, so nine years. Yes, nine years. Uh, yeah. Congratulations on being engaged. Very much, Is yeah. that new? It's. Under a year old. It was last summer we got engaged. Oh, amazing. So we won't be getting married now until next summer. Ah, that's great. That's amazing. Yeah, so Congratulations. Good. Yeah. Good, cra- good fun being engaged. The wedding planning is a bit crap. But other yeah. Do you... <laughs> do sure it'll like, be worth it in the end. Like, are one of you more, like, into, into oh, the... Oh, yeah, he doesn't know he's not involved. Really. He doesn't care. He, well, he does all the, uh, like, paperwork side. Yeah. So there's actually a lot of paperwork involved in... Really? Yeah, so the same when we bought a house, he did all the paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. That was it. So, and I just met my savings targets. Um, but nice. yeah, in terms of wedding, he's doing all the paperwork stuff, like all the legal, because we're not doing religious. Cool. Um, and then I'm doing all the flair, as it were. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. <laughs> yeah. And how did he? How did he meet? We met. He was my boss, actually. Oh well. <laughs> I was like, uh, I suppose it was, it's kind of like a promotions girl. Have you ever been in the airport and people have tried to sell you a credit card, a Ryanair credit card? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, that used to be me. As you. And he used to be the manager of. Those people, hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. And yeah, that that's so that's that's really interesting. So yeah. you were you were you were sleeping with the boss. I mean, oh, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I was gonna technically. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, that's the truth. That that is what <laughs> happened. Uh, <laughs> now you're just sleeping with your fiance, which is different. That's that, that sounds better. It's really. fine now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> now you're the boss. Oh, yeah, I was gonna get there. Yeah. You got there first. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> here we go. Number thirty-eight. No. All right, no worries. Number thirty-eight. Question is: How do you feel about the phrase "everything happens for a reason"? Uh. Okay, that's a good answer. <laughs> um, I get it. I get that people want to kind of think that everything has a meaning behind it. I don't personally believe that. 
I think that everything that happens has consequences and sometimes something happens as a direct consequence of something else. So mm-hmm. technically it's correct. But if someone like tried to say to me about my mother's death, oh, everything happens for a reason, like I deck them. Yeah. So that's my thought thinking on it. It's sure. like, yes, some things happen because something happened before and it's a direct consequence. But like, I just don't, I don't know. I think sometimes some things happen and it is the best thing for you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just, I find that a very placating sort of. Yeah, totally. Saying, I don't, I don't love it. Yeah, I think it's something people can say to like kind of for themselves to get themselves like to rationalize something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like um, just sort of making yourself feel better. It's like, yeah, oh, everything happens for a reason. But like, it, it, it literally does. Like, there is a reason. That sure. <laughs> like, yeah, Like, you didn't true. get the job. There's a reason you didn't get it or whatever. Yeah. But like, yeah, I don't, I, it's not my favorite thing. No, I get you. Yeah. And yeah, did uh, did your man pass away? She did, yes. Right, right. And like, well, is that something that people, like, I haven't had anyone that close pass away. Um, to, to, but is that something that people, like, say? I would like to think nobody would even try to say yeah, that that's yeah. something that's serious. But I just meant in the way that like when you're upset about something or disappointed, that's something, that's a phrase that people turn to a lot. Totally. And they're like, everything happens for a reason. And like, like of course it does. That's causality. But <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I don't, yeah, it's just not my favorite thing to hear either. It just feels like, it's, oh, I don't know, it's a bit of a platitude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, I, was at a, I was at a funeral yesterday and it's like, it's so weird because it's hard to know like and that was a weird funeral because the family had like uh, I, I knew the daughter who had lost her mom and 16 days later the dad died like oh. they were both sick and in a way it was kind of like they were both sick and they both were like dying so in a way it was like kind of like romantic and, and good because yeah because th- they couldn't live without each other no stuff, yeah. no but like it was just so much for the family to deal with you know like Crazy, that actually crazy. seems to happen quite a bit. Like yeah. you hear about that yeah. more than you would think you would. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, people who just spend their lives together and then can't live without each other—it's quite romantic. It is, yeah, it is. I, <laughs> it was kind of funny then because I was then thinking like, my granddad died a year ago, my granny's still alive, thank God. But I was kind of like, oh, maybe they didn't love each other that much. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing hanging around, <laughs> granny? <laughs> like, <laughs> which isn't really fair, is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh god! But um, but yeah. I was watching First Dates UK. Oh yeah. The other night, and there was an old fella on it whose wife had died like fifteen years beforehand. Oh. He just wanted to find someone so he could not be lonely. And the two that were on the date, he was like ninety, and she was like, I think in her eighties. But they were both talking about their previous partners that had died, and mm. oh my god, I was in floods of tears. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, it was amazing. It's kind of. I love that show. Yeah. It, yeah. It's kind of nice that like they can bond over that yeah. like do you know what I mean like where it's not like because did you ever have that okay so you've been in you've been in a relationship for like nine years but like yeah. so um, but like we're, we're going on dates right um, and then I don't know it's a weird thing because some, some people will like want to address the fact like they want to talk about like like, so like or? yeah or like they'll be like so what was like the last date you were on or like when, when was the last time you were single which is cool can I, 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 I kind of like talking about that because like it's generally like funny and interesting and like quite relatable but like then sometimes you're like oh I'm like do, should I filter myself because like we're talking about something that we're kind of doing right now do you know what I mean yeah it's a weird thing it's an interesting thing yeah, I, don't I don't know I don't know it, it, it's kind of like you see, that's it's such a cool, it's a good position that you were in, like, in the sense that, like, when you meet someone, like, through work or something, like, that's pretty handy. 
Yeah, I always make myself feel old by saying that we met in the days before Facebook and before dinner. Yeah. So we did have Bebo. I'm not that old. Yeah. <laughs> but we had not yet migrated to Facebook. What, do you think that if, so if you were single now, do you think you would use like Tinder and stuff oh, like yeah, that? yeah, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'd find a relationship out of it, but mm-hmm. I'd have a go of it for the crack. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you, we were, I was talking about this in an episode. Although I'd be kind of afraid, like, I suppose Tinder, mm, lots of people use it, so it is more mainstream, so it's probably fine. But there's always like going to be a little thing at the back of your head going, please don't kill me. Yeah. <laughs> you are a total stranger from the internet. Please don't kill me. Yeah, fair. <laughs> did, did um, I I know some couples who have Tinder, not looking for love or anything else, but they have Tinder and like they'll use it. They're like just interested in what's going on, and they both know. Have you and your like partner ever Tindered? No, I've never used Tinder. Okay, I would not be happy with him having Tinder. Yeah, like. For if there was no reason for it, you know what I mean? Like, we have talked about I'm thinking of doing a video where I download Tinder and then get him to read my Tinder messages, but then it's to be deleted forever. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, other than having an actual reason for doing it. Somebody actually impersonated me on Tinder once and I went mental. Really? Yeah, it was for some social experiment. I think it was like somebody, some college kid thought it was funny. I don't know, I didn't really get the explanation, but anyway, I met her, I met her take down. Jesus, like, so you're ever track her like, down. Because I'd have loads of friends on Tinder, do you know what I mean? They'd, yeah. And then they'd be like, oh, hey, uh, your fiance's on Tinder there, like, you know. So, I, yeah, I was fuming. Jesus, how did you find out? Thank God I got, I found, uh, I think it was actually when the fax guys spotted it and screenshotted it and sent it to me. And um, then I we managed to track the person down on Twitter. But, like, had it been somebody who didn't want to be tracked down, yeah, Tinder is useless. I probably shouldn't say that because it just encourages people, but it seems to be useless at being able to report someone for impersonating you if A, you don't have the app and B, you're not on their profile. Whoa. So I had screenshots, but the, like, I, you know what I mean? You can't, you have to find the profile, you have to be near the person or something to yeah. find their profile. Yes, of course. You? Yeah, you do. Yeah. So it just seemed impossible. But uh, anyway, Jesus. they were very nice about it and delighted they took it down for me. Fair play. Okay. Yeah. But gosh, yeah, a bit of a, that's a fucking mind fuck to see that in the first <laughs> yeah. place. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, well, this is the real you here. <laughs> yeah. Even though, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can just hear your voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that laugh. Not that laugh. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I just want to make that for the whole episode. Uh, okay. Uh, number forty-two. Oh no. No, close. Forty. Um. Yeah. All right. Number forty-two. Question is: If you had to go back in time, would you go back to the ages of twelve to fifteen or fifteen to eighteen? Fifteen to eighteen. Oh, that was quick. Why? Because they were great crack. Really? Yeah. I don't really remember 12 to 15 or whatever. But, uh, oh, I vaguely do, actually. I, um, I remember being very awkward. I remember liking a boy in my class. He's now one of my best friends. And I used to walk him home from school every day. And mm. I remember I gave him two Valentine's cards one year. And he never let me forget it. Um, but <laughs> You gave him two, like, on the same day? Yeah, I delivered one into his into his like work, which was his family's work were in, was in town, and then into his house. But they were, neither of them were signed, but he knew well they were for me. Aww. Um, and then he was my first kiss, so it worked in the end. Oh well, well uh, done, good <laughs> yeah, persistence. I decided what I wanted. Yeah. Uh, but fifteen to eighteen, I feel was way better crack. So it was like those were the years, kind of leaving search. Like we used to go, we used to study after school, and all we would do is mess and pass notes and like throw stuff and stuff, and then, <laughs> um. That was around 17 was like where we started uh, going out and 
drinking and stuff, even mm-hmm. though we were underage, which you know yourself. Well, um, what are you going to do? So when we started getting away with it. Actually, 16. Yeah, it was when we started going to junior school and stuff. Yeah, I, I think that was great crack. I think the best time in my life was summer 2006. Whoa. And all my friends would agree with me. Yeah. What? So what was going on? Where? So it was where just like, life? it was the summer after leaving search and... Uh, one of my friends was living right in the center of our village um, in this like little apartment. Mm-hmm. And basically, we just all spent all our time there. Nobody ever spent any time at home. And it was just like we were always together 24-7 the whole summer. And it was just absolutely brilliant. It's the kind of thing you can't really repeat when you're an adult. Yeah. Yeah, it was really, really good. Yeah. Uh, it's just we- the shenanigans. Yeah. The shenanigans were brilliant. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of the one of the thing I like I I should I said it to you like kind of off mic here, but uh, in story time I was listening to the Hannah Mamelis episode. Oh yeah, that's brilliant. It was so funny. I'd really recommend like uh, like I mean they're all great, but that one particularly <laughs> like was just really like yeah, she's brilliant. She said some great stories, but you were talking about the the disco in a uh, what was it called again? Is it the N17? Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. The, with the steps? <laughs> yeah. The steps? Yeah. Would you tell people about the steps? So it was the Kilshima disco um, and it was underage disco. So I think you had to be 16 to get in and I was the only one who was actually 16 so I was a little bit older yeah. and everyone else was like fake ID and it up trying to get a 16 year old's ID. Um, and basically there's these there were these steps from the first floor to the second floor and this whole disco was a competition to see how many people you would shift yeah. and it was all about numbers and people used to come home with like numbers upwards of like 60, 70 and that'd be like everyone would be like looking at them all week in school being like wow like, they got the record or whatever looking back I'm like puke like you're only there for like four hours that is gross right? <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> thankfully I think my highest ever number was like I want to say 12. Yeah. Which is also kind of gross looking back. But at the time, I was like the loser. The loser that only got 12. Yeah. But these steps were basically just the easy way to just rack up your numbers because your mom was to walk up one step, shift the person standing on it, walk on to the next step, shift the person standing on it, and oh. all the way up the stairs. And the lads would just hang there. <laughs> Jesus Because it worked. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I that, know. It's such a good detail. Like. <laughs> Did the crazy it's so rancid to think about now. It's uh, like that's how you that's how you get it. STDs. And, and yeah, totally. And what was it? Was there like bouncers? Uh, like, yeah, but I suppose we were like for wherein people were just kissing, they left you alone. But wherein you start to get a bit handsy, they'd have to separate you. Yeah, yeah. That was a weird thing. I remember a friend of mine kissing a girl. We thought he was just kissing a girl, and then like a minute later, he came up like waving his fingers in your face, being like, "Smell oh, a fish." No. So, yeah, I know. <laughs> that is. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> the crazy thing is that he I would still do that now. No, he would still do that now. Oh, that's true. If, if given the opportunity, he would definitely <laughs> do that now for sure. Oh Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> friends from home. That's a, like yeah. friends from home are like they're different like than like your your Dublin friends, you know. Yeah, or maybe you know their work. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like I. Like the times you laugh the hardest, like gen- generally for me, are like with friends oh, from home. Stop, they know you better than anyone. I think that must world. be it. Like, yeah. it's just they're just funny stories. Yeah. Funny stories. All right, let's go again. Let's see. Here we go. Number 57. Oh, 58. Oh, we're, ge- okay, we're getting there. We're getting there. I, I have faith in you. Yeah. All right, number 57. Uh, what are your dreams for the next five years? Oof, Jesus. Right. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know. I would like to get better at the sport I play mm. and make a team like a like a regional or Ireland team. Um, I'd say that that's a fair pipe dream, but sure, we'll see. Mm-hmm. And 
I don't really know work-wise because I'm kind of doing exactly what I want to do now, like YouTube full-time between facts and my own channel. Yeah. Um. So I suppose, yeah, I suppose if I was to go anywhere else, I'd love to be in Game of Thrones <laughs> before it ends or, you know, something similar to that. Yeah. Blue Sky's thinking. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I guess that's it, really. I don't really have ver- very many lofty um, aims or goals. Oh, I do want to hit 100,000 subscribers, actually. Oh, great. Are you, Finally. how are you doing now? I'm on 75,000, so oh, I'm great. getting there. But I've been at it Jesus. five years, so I just really, really want to get there. I'm just like, come on. That is a lot of fucking people. <laughs> I didn't know you had that many. I know, it's like, that's crazy. I think well done. you kind of get desensitized to it. So like, I'll say that and people be like, oh my God, that's such a lot of people. And then I'll be like, oh wait, it is. Like, yeah. you know, but you're kind of like looking at 100,000 for so long. I'm like, come on. Yeah. And you kind of forget that actually, that, that is still quite a lot of people. That's an awful lot of people, yeah. yeah. So like, how, how, do, how do you, do, do you have like, um, all right, so like, you know, facts, like it's five videos a week. Yes. Do you have, uh, yes. Do you, do you, or something like that like do you have do you have a kind of discipline for yourself for your own channel or is it more like when stuff's yeah, coming it's so coming. for my own channel I just try to upload every Monday minimum mm-hmm. and then I have also have a series called The Irish Bucket List where I travel around Ireland doing all the cool things there is to do mm. Um. so for that when that does go up it goes up on a Thursday but it doesn't go up every Thursday because like I, that's not maintainable yeah Um. and that's really it so minimum one a week on my main channel which will be on a Monday mm-hmm. and then the Storytime Podcast is now every Wednesday great and then I have a vlog channel as well, which is just like whenever I have a vlog edited, I'll put it up. It's not really that regular. Yeah. I cool. want to get that more regular. Cool, cool, cool. And what's your, how, how are you finding like podcasting versus like YouTubing? I really like it actually because what what I have is I have it set up in my house and people just come over and we basically just have a chat because story time is just about telling stories. So we pick a topic and we just share stories on it mm-hmm. and we talk for maybe 40 minutes and then that's it. And it's minimal editing, and I really enjoy the relaxed nature of it. And yeah, I really, I really do like it. And it allows me to get more into things, I think, mm. because on the Clizair channel, it's entertainment primarily. So even when I'm like ranting inverted commas about a subject that I really care about, it's still like done in this really like ranty sort. You know what I mean? It's like it's I'm still trying to entertain people. Yeah. Um. So that line can get very blurred then because people kind of can't understand in particular where I'm outright parodying something like um, I did a video I think it's called seven questions pro-choice advocates cannot or will not answer mm-hmm. and it's just me taking the piss out of like an insane comment that got left on one of my and on one of my videos um, sketch videos about abortion mm. um, and it's just people yeah there's a lot of people that don't understand the sort of satire in that yeah. and they're like that the fact that I'm being sarcastic with my answers um so it's just a lot, a lot basically a lot of people have a big problem with what they think that I stand for because they don't understand sarcasm sure um, whereas in the Storytime podcast I got to talk to somebody who actually had an abortion in the UK and we got to have a full like f- proper frank discussion and I got to say well, this is how I feel on it you know I'm pro-choice whatever and this is like how it stands in Ireland and this is what I'd like to see happen and it just yeah I like that I like being able to get into more depth or yeah. talk more about where I'm coming from and more serious or lighthearted or whatever. But sure. yeah. What was the what was the crazy comment that sparked that? It was like, oh, uh, seven. Here are seven questions pro choice advocates cannot or will not answer. And the first question was like, <laughs> something like, if you saw a coat on the road, would you drive over? And you weren't sure if there was a body under it. Would you drive over it or would you pull over? So I don't know what that has to do with abortion. I think he's trying to imply that you like, are you a murderer or not? But like. 
and I, I, I think I gave the answer. I was like, well, you know, we've been told as women not to, not to pull over. If you see like a baby seat on the side of the road or you see like somebody lying there, you're not supposed to get out because then someone could be in, it could be entrapment and they could be waiting there to like rape you or whatever. And uh, people didn't kind of get that. And then oh, the questions got more and more crazy though. Mm. So one of the questions was like, if a woman had a baby and then found out it wasn't hers and it was a rapist's, could she then kill it? <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, dude, you need to go back to basic biology class because yeah. it'd still be her baby. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, it's just mad. And then the last question was something like, has a woman ever had anything that wasn't a baby? And he was trying to say that, like, cells, baby, he was trying to make that argument, but mm -hmm. he, that's how he asked the question. So then I found an article on Google that said a woman had once given birth to a frog. <laughs> really? And that was my answer. Well, it was a Daily Mail article, so probably not. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, people really didn't get the sarcasm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, right, okay. Yeah, like, so if you've got, like, right, so if you've got 75,000 subscribers, uh, so, like, what, like, an average video, or, like, what's your most m most views in a video? Oh, my most views is 1.6 million, short Irish girls say. Right, and so, like, how, how much, like, hate are you getting, like... So, like, obviously, like, 75,000, that means, like, people really like what you're doing. But, like, with, every, with everything that's, like, popular, there's a lot of, like, people that are yeah. just, like, fuck, whatever it is. Like, how... Like, does that bother you? How do you deal with that? Well, I didn't really... Uh, I kind of had a good run of it there on YouTube for a good few years, but then there was... Um, last year, I started uploading on Facebook as well, mm -hmm. and I made a couple of videos about Trump... And one of them went like super viral on Facebook, got like six million views, I think. And um, then I got loads of people. I got about, f I'm on about 40,000 people now on Facebook, but ab about like half of them came from that one viral. Right. And half of those liked me because they were like, ha we get it. This is funny. And the other half were like, how dare you say anything about Trump? I'm going to follow you and just be negative and all your stuff forever ah, more. Yes. So like I put up, a video today for example on my Facebook page and there's people on it ranting about Islam and like how you know this that, and the other the usual anti anti-Muslim sort of Trump-ish rhetoric mm -hmm. and it's like this video has nothing to do with that mate like back off yeah 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 <laughs> so that gets a bit tiring but anytime that I the comments get on top of me a bit what I do is I make a video out of them so like I once took some of the worst comments and then like went out to Grafton Street and got strangers to read them to me and they were very sexually aggressive as well. So um, the the poor strange lads were like very uncomfortable, but made for a really good video. That's great. <laughs> That's really good. Just owning that fucking yeah discomfort of it. Yeah. That's great. Nice. I like that. That's very good. Except to look me right in the yeah, eye. Yeah. I, I'm, but isn't that the crazy thing about stuff? Like when you're looking at someone in 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 the eye, you're yeah. like. Because humans aren't designed to communicate any other way other than looking each other in the eye. Yeah, which is so true, actually. Like, so, like, that's why I think, like, people just don't know how to communicate on the internet because we're just not designed to know how to communicate. Like, you would never say the shit that, like, is said in the comments to anyone. I no, don't, not to their face. Pretty God, much no. no one, I don't think, would say it unless, like, they're something wrong with them. Like, but I think everyone has an element of that. Like, I make an active effort now to be like, okay how would I phrase this if it was in person because you can even accidentally write something that's much harsher online that you don't mean to yeah and then people have this idea of you so yeah I kind of actively now I'll type something out and then I'll go hmm is that how is that too harsh or is that how I would say it and if it's not how I would say it if I was face to face I just like change it or yeah. get rid of it yeah it is, yeah it's very interesting very interesting all right, we go again. Yes, let's go again. Okay. Sorry, I'm talking for so long. No, no, that's that's uh, that's what happens. <laughs> we like it. All right, number two. 
No. Okay, number two. I'm having a nightmare. Nah, sorry. Do you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert? It's a new question. I think you're the first to answer it. Oh, sweet. Privileged. Um, I think that I am, I would be and am considered an extrovert, but I would personally consider myself an increasing introvert as I get older. Oh, interesting. Yes. So I think a lot of, like, I'm, I'm very extroverted and I, I've, you know, been described in my life as like bubbly and this and the other. And I obviously have a YouTube channel. I'm like, give me attention. Mm. Um, but I could, I do get very drained by human interaction, if you know what I mean, mm-hmm. the way an introvert would. So sometimes if I've, you know, if I've been like, so as a YouTube ambassador, one of the things that we do is we organize events for YouTubers and stuff. Sure. And by the end of the day, like after hosting and like presenting for the whole day and chatting to people and everything, like by the end of the day, I'm actually, I am wrecked. Mm. And then the next day I just want to like stay and drink wine. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah fair. so, and I wasn't like that when I was younger. I was like, woo, party all the time. So I think, yeah, increasingly introverted, but I wouldn't go as far as to classify myself. I'd still think I'm an extrovert. Yeah. Maybe an extrovert that needs recharging is a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why well, they say that's the, the, the way of like knowing? It's like, do you, where do you get your energy from? Like, so do you get your energy from other people or do you get energy from kind of just like, I don't know, like, you know, just taking a night to like have wine? Yeah, I think as I get older, it's the latter, but it used to be the former. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I think most people probably have a little bit of both. Maybe that's just an aging process. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, now I get. I mean, you're making it sound like you're 70. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm not. I'm also. 29 is also my age. So oh, that's really? another yeah. reason why I like that number. But um, you're I'm only just gone 29. Yeah. But that's yeah. where my energy comes from is kind of chilling in. And like we love, myself and himself love to watch films and movies and stuff. Mm. And just snuggle on the couch with our dog. Oh, nice. What's your dog's name? Millie. Oh, nice. You're very, you'd be very hard to put an age on if uh, you didn't mention it. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I you don't get ID'd anymore, which is disappointing, but whatever. Do you not? You see, I, if I work <laughs> in a shop, I think I might ID him. Oh, thank you. you honestly, Anytime they, they, I do get ID'd, I do say thank you. Yeah. Thank you, thank you so much. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're wrong, but thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got ID'd like every time to about 24, and then in the last two or three years, it's stopped. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not too bad, but yeah. You've got a wide playing age for Game of Thrones. Fingers crossed, All yeah. Right. <laughs> here we go. Whoa, that came flying out. All right, here we go, number 25. Oh, I do have 25. Whoa, we're off the mark. Congratulations. Yes. All right, number 25. What is the... Oh, well, this, this is an interesting question. Uh, yeah, what's the worst date you've ever been on? Ooh, the worst date. Like, So did you go on many dates before? Because you've obviously been in a long-term relationship. Yes, I have. Uh, no, I actually wasn't on an official date. I just can't cinema, which I don't. Before I met Alex, but I could tell you, it's not technically a date, but I will tell you my worst story. Please like, do. My worst dating story, I guess. Yeah, sure. So, um, well, no, <laughs> I actually told this in one of the Storytime podcasts, so apologies if you've already heard it. But basically, when I was a teenager, I was 19 and it was my ex-boyfriend at the time. Mm. And I was mad after him still. And then we went home together after a night out. So, for context, Party Town is about, call it Party Town, is mm. about two, 15 miles from my town. And then his town was another 15 or 20 miles the other side. And very limited taxi men at the time up, or taxi women up in uh, Mayo. Mm. And so, yeah, it was just very, sort of, your travel was very limited after a certain time of night. So, by making the decision to go to his house, that was it. I was out there for the night. And uh, yeah, so we were, we ended up um, kind of getting into it or whatever. And then we had like really uncomfortable, awkward sex for the first time, mm. as in ever. Mm. 
And then he was like, snuck me out the window in the morning and then (laughs) walked me to the crossroads (laughs) and then was like, I got to go. You know, my dad needed me to help milk the cows. I was like, excuse me? (laughs) He was like, bye. (laughs) And because I was like that age or whatever, I didn't understand that when you're annoyed with someone, you should tell them. So I just sort of like gave him the silent treatment, which made him think, okay, it's cool for me to leave. So he just left. And then I just started walking. And I got picked up. I made it back to the main road. And then I started walking the main road. And at this point, I had my shoes in my hand, like, because I was in last night's clothes. And I... Oh, no. <laughs> and then a car passed and pulled up to give me a lift. And it was a girl from the year above me. who's good friends with him, actually. And her whole family on their way to Mass. Oh. <laughs> and then they were like, do you want a lift? And I was like... Yes, because <laughs> I couldn't call my mother because no. then she'd know what I was doing. The parents were like, was there a party? And I was like, yeah, yeah, uh, there was a party up there that way. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, it's so awkward. Yeah. And then, of course, like, teenagers taking the piss out of you. She was like, really, was there a party? <laughs> Wait, I'm, I'd normally be invited to that person's parties. <laughs> I was like, shut up, shut up. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well yeah, thrown into the bus. That's definitely my worst date story right the right. walking part is the worst part yeah gee, yeah I mean totally I can like see it it's like a scene from a movie like you can just see it uh, yeah heels in hand whatever well, wh- I'm obviously so bitter about it if I keep bringing it up <laughs> it is a good story though <laughs> wait but did you say that was your ex-boyfriend at the time yeah so we'd been like teenage on and off yeah and you never you never like had sex when you were together and then you weren't together yeah that's yeah. interesting I was so mad after him so yeah. I sort of thought oh maybe we'll get back together yeah 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 but then after that no that and was it and that was it uh, you yeah didn't I never went there again well I mean he did leave you for the cows <laughs> yeah <laughs> if I hadn't got a lift I actually would have had to walk like I would have walked well, it was about 15 miles Jesus at least whoa and I like I just I think back I'm like no matter how embarrassing it was, thank God they gave me a lift. And did your family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did, did your family cop that y- y- you weren't staying where you said you were going to be staying? No, because it was that. Um, I, I think I mentioned to you off, or was it? Did, did I mention this before the podcast or during the podcast? But we had this place where my friend would stay, and we'd all stay in her house all the time. I yes. said it on the podcast. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so she, my mother, thought I was there. Right. And I would be there all the time. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. It, that wasn't, there was no suspicion raised. And I did get, it was eight o'clock in the morning or nine or something when I got picked up. So I did get back at right. a decent hour. Whoa. So she was never the wiser. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> She's a good story though. It's <laughs> a good story. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. relive it if you paid me, but yeah. it's a good story oh, no. to tell. <laughs> the things we do. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, let's go again. So here we go. Ball number 14. Do you have it? Nope. No, okay. Question number 14 is, how do you feel about the word millennial? Ooh, um, I'm a millennial. Mm-hmm. I'm proud to be a millennial. I think that people have bastardized the meaning of millennial. Mm. And nothing annoys me more than hearing people in their early 30s shit on millennials. Because you're a fucking millennial, dumbass. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, up to 35 is a millennial. Is it? And when people are shitting on the younger generations, what they're actually doing is shitting on the generation under millennial. But we've just, it's just like everyone under, you know, 30 now is just a millennial, like to, right down to two year olds. But that's actually not true at all. Mm. So it's people born between, I think it's uh, 1980 something and 99. So it's people who basically reached their, um, their kind of formative years around the turn of the millennium. That's why we're called millennials. Mm. So if you're giving out about teenagers, don't use the word millennial. 
and I just think that there, like I read so I've I've kind of been thinking about doing videos about this for ages actually. Um, I read so many articles like millennials are killing the cereal industry because <laughs> they're not buying cereal. I'm like, okay, whatever. Millennials <laughs> are killing this, that, and the other. And then it's it's like millennials. I read one article and it was like millennials are entitled because they refuse to accept. They refuse to do things in a workplace because it's just the way it's always been done. And they insist on having more effective, more efficient ways of doing things. As I, How is that entitled? Like, surely that makes fiscal sense for the company and, like, sense for everyone involved if yeah. it's more effective and more efficient because your time is better spent, the company's money is better spent. Like, it just, oh. Yeah. Oh, it's the anti-millennial rhetoric I have a problem with, not millennials. I think that everybody with social media and all that does have an element of like I couldn't be arsed looking something up I'll just ask a question on, on my Facebook status and have people paste the answer in instead mm. instead of googling it do you mm. know what I mean mm. so but I think everybody has that it's not just millennials like I see older people all the time doing stuff like that and I'm like just google it yeah yeah like older people are like you know again it, we're speaking generally <laughs> yeah, here yeah, so yeah, like, yeah but like as in it, I, I, I do think it's it's founded in some truth like my experience certainly like my older friends are like uh, and I, I'm talking like my mam really and like her friends you know uh, are like intense on Facebook like and yeah. use it probably more actively than like a lot of people I know yeah it's very interesting. But I think that every generation has that thing where they look down on the younger generation like, ah, oh, back in my day it was different and you, we didn't do this, that and the other. Mm. And like, I just think because we have the internet now, it's much more worldwide. Like, oh, millennials are the problem. Yeah. And it's like, oh, they're entitled and la la la. But, you know, it's like incredibly hard for millennials to buy a house. It's incredibly hard for them to do a lot of things that, came naturally to baby boomers because they had a better economy and they had this and the other and not make excuses but like it just really frustrates me the anti-millennial rhetoric really frustrates me mm. I understand that so that's why I, I always say I'm a millennial I'm a proud millennial because I think that the word has become too negative and yeah. we need to reclaim it Yeah. and especially people between 30 and 35 stop pretending you're not millennials and stop giving out about millennials because you are one ah one of us one, <laughs> one of, of us, us. <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 it's weird it's weird like I mean any kind of word that like encompasses anything like as wide as like you know a generation of people like born within this like whatever like yes 18 year gap or whatever it's like difficult because it's so wide you know yeah. what I mean like you're gonna get all walks of life in there but yeah it is like it is a dirty word now like yeah, do you know what I mean it has become, yeah. it, it has become but you also that. I mean if you're to widen it out and think about it it really only describes a certain type of people in that age group like it's not gonna it's gonna be very first world very kind of yes. middle class like you know what I mean so it's just yeah it just needs to yeah like and what is the definition of like does it come down to like literally where when you were born or was it like when you were born and what world were you born into or like what world did you to my knowledge I don't think it even has that distinction of yeah where you were born but the implication is that you had you grew up with technology mm. and like so we would have had like we went through the whole thing. No phones, then analog phones, then digital phones. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So we grew up with technology. So I imagine that if you didn't grow up with technology because of where you were born, then maybe you're not included. But again, that's not... Yeah. It's just blanket statement. Yeah, exactly. Everyone between these ages sucks. Yeah, <laughs> that's why it's problematic, isn't it? I love RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm. Like, I adore RuPaul's Drag Race. And um, I listen to RuPaul's podcast. 
But lately, like, Michelle from RuPaul's Drag Race does nothing but shit on millennials. Just, like, it'll just be, like, out of nowhere. She'll just start going into some rant about how entitled millennials are. And I just, like, it just puts me off the podcast so much because it's just such a tired rhetoric. It's like, okay, I get it. You think young people are this, that, and the other. Move on, like, do you know what I mean? It's just just frustrating because as a millennial and I... Not alone, obviously, but like lots of millennials really enjoy things like RuPaul's Drag Race mm. and would put a lot of support behind it and would promote it on social media and would put their money behind it. And like, you know, myself and my friends have paid a couple of times to go and see the drag queens when they come here and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So in every possible way, that's an example of something that I'm supporting financially and with, you know, every way that can, social media and everything. And then the host is like just shitting on me when I'm listening to the podcast. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's just like... Yeah, just really annoys me. Yeah. Sorry, you got me going. No, but it, I mean, it's just, it, it's, it's interesting. Like, yeah. it, it is an interesting... Yeah, because like, yeah, some millennials are, for sure. Mm. And then like, some are fucking amazing. Mm. Like... Mm. But you can say that about every... You can say... That's what I mean. You pick, uh, yeah, you can pick a, a characteristic of your arse and say, some baby boomers have this and some millennials yeah. have it. And of course, it's going to be true. Of course yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. how stereotypes work. I know. But yeah... Which is frustrating. It is frustrating, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Companies very willing to take our money and take our tweets. Yeah. And then shit all over us then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I, fuck, I, 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 don't, I don't... I I actually... I, I have that question in there and I don't even know what I think about it, but like, I just know it has become a dirty word. That was a good observation on your yeah, part. Yeah, really it really frustrates has. me. Yeah. 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 Okay, let's go. go. All right, here we go. Number 58. Yeah. Oh, shit. Two in a row, man. Damn. All right, killing it. Okay, number 58. The question is, <coughs> if you could choose one person to interview, who would it be? Oh, my God. Um. Ooh. And I've heard that question before and everything. I didn't have somebody ready. Ah. So right. anyone in the world, like, and then no limitations. No limitations. I would even say that you can bring them back from the dead. Just to make it even harder. Mm, that's interesting. I was going to say Emma Watson. I think it would still be Emma Watson. Ooh, she's great. I'm a big fan of Emma Watson. There was an interview with her on my Facebook and I went, I went to read it and I didn't, or listen to it actually. It was a video. She's great. Actually, I'm going to change my answer if that's all right. Mm-hmm. Be Jenna Marbles. Oh, wow. She was the inspiration for me starting YouTube and I'm still like her number one fan. Nice. So that'd be amazing. Yeah. Like, I... I <coughs> Sometimes you don't think of YouTubers first because they are they do feel a lot more accessible than celebrities. Yeah, true. But at the same time, yeah, she's uh she's the biggest female on YouTube, sixteen million subscribers. Whoa, seventeen million. Right. Okay. One thing that confuses me about YouTube, I don't I don't really apart from like facts and stuff, and like yeah. I, I don't really know that much about the YouTube world. Uh, but someone sixteen million subscribers, like, is she a millionaire? Uh, probably. What happens when you get to a certain <coughs> excuse me stage of YouTubing, you set up a company mm. to pay less tax, basically. But like, a lot of the YouTubers when they get to that size actually need to hire people to help them. Right. So like, PewDiePie makes a video every day, or is it two? I think it's down to one video a day. He's a company, and he has he's hired producers and you know people to help him film and stuff like that. So mm. he's a whole company. <coughs> Philip DeFranco also has a whole team, like a proper company. And as you know, you're involved in facts, and that's a whole company as well. It's got like six video editors, and yeah. you know, it's a proper um, outfit. So, yes, is the short answer. I imagine when you get to that size, you could absolutely be a millionaire. But a lot of what you're going to do is potentially 
company revenue and then you're going to be paying employees. Mm. So you personally may not. Your net worth would definitely be millions. Yes, yeah, yeah. You personally may not be a millionaire. Because Philip DeFranco, for example, he's talked about in a previous video, he gives himself 100,000 salary. Mm. So everything else he makes goes into paying staff, goes into paying rent, goes into all the other costs associated with a business. Interesting. But his net worth would probably be in the millions. Millions, yeah. yeah. Do you think people have like learned how to monopolise the internet to its full capacity or do you think that that's still an ongoing thing? I think it's still ongoing because it's changing. This recent thing about YouTube advertising and people were kind of panicking there and it just shows goes to show that you can't really rely on YouTube as your sole, just as an example, you can't rely on YouTube as your sole income source. And the fact that Vine mm. shut down as well and so many Viners were totally reliant on Vine to pay their rent. Yeah. Um, Why did that happen? People stopped using it. So, okay. it, you know, there's a lot of conspiracy theories and there's a lot of stories about how the, the they did try to save Vine and they did meet with the top Viners and you know, rumour has it that the top Viners were kind of saying, well, if you pay us a million each, we'll continue posting to your platform and Vine refused. So they called their bluff, basically, and they all left the platform. Mm. But Vine was already kind of dying off in terms of viewership and people, like, logging in to watch stuff. Mm. And I don't know whether it was just that people just got bored of it or whether it was because, you know, the, there was full functionality by the end in other platforms. So you could see Vines elsewhere. Yeah. And actually, that's where Vines got a lot of their traffic was on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like, I had a Vine go viral and it went viral on Twitter. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. But I really enjoyed Vine. I really thought it was, it was you had so a funny. Lot of view. I'd only seen it on your Twitter the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Like millions. <laughs> yeah. Millions. Yeah, and I wasn't particularly good at Vine. Um, there was some people who were absolutely amazing at Vine. I used to be crying with laughter. It was just, um, yeah, it's just such a pity that it went. I think part of it was that as well, Vine started out and it was like a lot of stars became very big and then you would follow them mm. and then it became much more random. And then, you, but you can, again, you can find your random Vines elsewhere. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You didn't yeah. have to be on the app. I don't know what they could have done to save it, but I do think it's a pity that it went away. I think we'll never see another social media network like it in mm. our time. I think it was truly one of a kind. All right. And I loved it. Let me pitch an idea to you. <laughs> okay, here we go. I had a, I had a, I had a thought the other day. I was thinking about... Uh, it's like... Um, it's like... Uh, I'm on Tinder at the moment. Okay. Single. And... Uh, I was like, uh, <laughs> hit me up, ladies. Single ladies <laughs> uh, at Timor in '93. Uh, um, no, but I was thinking about um, the if there was a Tinder, and then all right, so like the structure Tinder is kind of cool, but then you don't send each other messages, and you like you have it in voice voice messages. Okay. So like I don't know, I, but I was thinking like on that Vine thing, like you have it like restricted to like I don't know, like fifteen second voice messages, and that's how you communicate, like. Uh, and so they'd have to hear you so you wouldn't say you wouldn't be like yo what's up want a picture of my dick because you're not going to send that to someone in a voice message that would be my thinking yes and also that that, that makes sense and that might be that rather than a bio that you have a little and also curtain. you can't be a robot exactly because they'd know because they'd know you'd sound like one and I think you'd also get to know someone much better you know when you can hear someone's voice and you, can, you just like yeah you can kind of hear more about them I'm a personal fan of the old voice message me too love a bit of a the voice WhatsApp. message yeah. yeah yeah so much so it's like <laughs> you're on a podcast all the time <laughs> I just there's so much easier than typing uh, totally I'm, I totally agree do you think that might be a runner yes I'm not going to make it I, I'm just going to put it like well I actually talked to a company about a couple of companies about making an app I thought I had a really great idea for an app and you're talking five grand minimum it's not to for individuals is exactly what I was told. Oh, five grand, that's a lot of money. 
So yeah, for like base concept, sort of m- make it and then see if they're gonna go forward with it. Yeah, it's a it's an expensive business. You can't just really waltz in as an individual with a great idea, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, I'm not even that interested in it. But I was just like, I was just thinking, and I I don't normally have ideas for things like that. It's a good idea. Here's my issue with it. Yeah, go for it. devil's advocate. Yeah, please. Why would creepy people want to use that? Why would they? Yes. Because if they don't, you've lost half your user base. Oh, interesting. Mm, Or a portion of your user base. My, my, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna answer your question with a, with a, with a, with a business plan. It's like that that might be where you would get the people who don't have Twitter or sorry you don't have Tinder for that reason they're like too many fucking creeps I don't want a picture of some weird guy's dick yeah they're like they're like and they feel like they're less likely well they are less likely to get it this way I don't think you can even send pictures in this one you know what I mean again just being devastated yes please yeah what if that meant you had like an app full of women hypothetically Mm. not saying all men are creeps or an app full of non-creepy men and no creepy women yeah so what if what if it just limited that it was only like one yeah, I mean, maybe then it would. Maybe then you'd have to like monetize it, so it'd have to be something like Plenty of Fish, where like you know, it's oh, just free, or like yeah, something like oh, that. Oh, do you have to pay for Plenty of Fish? Uh, do you? I actually don't know. No, I don't know. I don't know. I've never used it. I've only ever that used it. That one's Tinder. been around years, hasn't it? Has like it? I, yeah, it's just my like go-to feel example. Like I've, yeah, I feel like I've heard that name from years ago. Yeah, maybe you don't have to pay. Sorry, Back I might be doing with the service. Well, when I was in, uh, I was over in America recently visiting a friend, and we were out to his friends, and they had Tinder premiums. So they pay for their Tinder, and they boost their profile, which means that you'll come up like in the first oh few swipes, God. but only for half an hour. So Would you go near a boosted profile? I don't even know if you can... I don't think you can tell that it's boosted. All right, that makes more sense. Because I was like... Like, I'd be like... <laughs> I don't know if I'd go for someone who boosted their profile. Because yeah. i just assume I was one in a long line of... Well, that's the thing. So you come up ladies. first in their thing. So, like, you're going to get... You're guaranteed way more, like, potential... Yeah, as long as it didn't say, like, boosted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. Uh, but it was... Like, but then they just were like... Uh, like, you couldn't talk to them for half an hour. I was like, sorry, we have to make the most of our boost. Because like, <laughs> you have unlimited swipes during your boost. Not crazy. <sighs> Intense. Tinder is really commodi- com- turn dating into a commodity. Yeah. Like, yeah. God. <laughs> they it's, approach it like a business. It's there. fascinating. Like, I, I realize what, what happens on it is, like, you're talking to someone you don't know. You're probably never going to meet them. You don't meet most people. I don't, like, I've like only met, like, two people ever wow. via Tinder. I've talked to, like, a fair few people on Tinder. But, and, like, you realize, like, oh, we're just little guardian angels through each other's fucking life for a while. <laughs> Honestly, that's what happens. Because, like, you're just talking about kind of your life and stuff. And then you're like, oh, we're never going to meet. I'm, and like, bye. It's weird. They know everything about you. It's fucking weird. <laughs> anyway, right, we go again? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. You've got two in a row, have you? Uh, yeah, I think there was one in between. Okay, yeah. I don't want to jinx you, but uh, number 23. Oh, you did. You jinxed me. Uh, <laughs> number 23. No, Question is, what would the title of your autobiography be? Oh, my God. Uh, I had a great answer for this, and I've forgotten it now. Were you thinking about Probably your Probably Am I in Focus. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's very good. That would make most sense, really. That's really good, with though. With what I do and stuff, and it's, <laughs> it's the most... <laughs> expressed things, most thing I ever say. But it's, it's <laughs> am I in focus? It's um, it's so it's so multifaceted as well. Yeah, like you're a, li- a life in focus or some basically. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm in focus. Is very good. Focus, yeah. Yeah, even just like being the center of attention. You were talking about that earlier. <laughs> yeah. You know, being the introvert. <laughs> yeah, I could call it extrovert that needs to be recharged. No, I prefer <laughs> am I in focus. I'm in focus is very good. Yeah, well done. That was there's no more to say about that. That was just great. That's the best answer I ever had for that question. <laughs> Thank you very much. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. Number one. No. 
Ah, oh, shit. Number one, do you believe in ghosts? Do I believe in ghosts? Yeah. I like to believe in ghosts, um, which doesn't make sense to me because I don't really believe in, like, religion or an afterlife. Uh-huh. So, I used to, I, as, sorry, in the last couple of years, yeah, I've kind of realised I don't really believe in, like, an afterlife or any of that sort of religious stuff. Mm-hmm. Before that, I had always believed in ghosts and spirits and that sort of thing. The two don't really work together, mm-hmm. but I still like to believe in ghosts because I I think that... I like to be scared, first of all, mm. and, like, you know, with scary movies and stuff. But then I also like the idea of maybe spirits hanging around or someone's energy living on, mm-hmm. which is a very sort of airy-fairy thing to say, but I, I like the idea of that stuff. Sure. Yeah. So I'd like to believe in ghosts. Yeah. Nice. We're 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 doing. And I'm kind of sounding very unsure now. But if you put me into like a big castle, dark castle at night, and told me it was haunted, I'd shit myself. Yeah. Okay. So I guess the answer is yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we're also doing we're doing your podcast straight after this. Yeah. And we're going to talk about some ghosts. Yes. So like I don't like maybe we should direct the listeners to after personality <laughs> bingo go straight yeah, over to yeah. story time, um, because we're going to get into it. Yeah. Maybe we can talk a little more then. But yeah. uh, you, you said you like being scared. Love being scared. So sc- Love did you see movies. the movie Get Out? Let's go and see it tonight because it's out of cinemas after the end of this week. Please, no spoilers. I will say nothing. Yeah, very Just, excited. I want to talk to you after. Yeah, brilliant. Because see, my other half hates scary movies. So it's like the one thing that's like not Is he coming to this with you? No, he's not. So I'm not that scary. He'd be okay. Mm, he's, he's real bad now. Really? Yeah. Uh, so sometimes it takes me longer to go see these things than it would normally so yeah. I finally have found people to go with me tonight Sean's actually coming with me Sean who also works with me in fact nice Um, and we're going tonight so excited can't wait oh great okay I'm excited to hear yeah. what you think alright let's go again um, okay number 20 no alright oh, damn number 20 question is have you or do you ever consider emigrating I have I lived in Australia for a year yeah I technically also lived in San Diego for three months Cool. And the J1, but mm. I wouldn't really count that as emigrating. But I did emigrate for a year to Australia and decided then not to stay on, but to come home. Cool. Where did you live in Australia? S- I lived in Sydney. I first lived in Bondi, then in Maroubra, then in Coogee. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of trying to be like, oh, I'm going to meet Australians and I'm going to be- make friends with Australians and stay away from the Irish people. And that's why I ended up in Coogee last. Mm. The other two places didn't work out. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I'm going to just go back now to safety. And I went back to where I knew there was Irish people and then I met loads of Irish people and then I had an amazing time for the last three to four months of my stay. Nice. But uh, yeah, the first two places were, it was very hard to make friends. Mm. I think, I don't know whether it, if it's Australians or just, you know, they make you work a bit harder to be friends with them. Um, whereas Irish are just like, you're Irish, I'm Irish, we're mates now because we're in Australia together. Yeah. Um, Or whether it, it's like maybe they they know you're going to leave so they don't mm, kind of get as close to you or whatever but I found it very di- like I was doing dance classes and everything to try and make friends like because oh, I went by myself um, wow. but it was an amazing experience and like you learn a lot about yourself and sort of doing stuff like that but um, yeah it was good to get back into the Irish crowd then before the end and just finish on a really high note totally and I've actually I'm really good friends with some of them now still wow so how did that work with your partner so we've been together nine years when we first started going out He'd already planned a year-long trip around the world, mm. like it was booked and everything. So then around six months after we started going out, he went off on that mm. and we decided to stay together. And then he came back and he was home for, what, two or three years? And then I, co- I finished college, two years, I think. And then I finished college. I couldn't get a job. 
um, so I went off to Australia mm. about four years ago, yeah. So um, then we did it, did the same thing again, a year apart, uh, decided to stay together and just managed it. Eat wow. Both times we visited each other halfway. Yeah. And yeah, it was tough, but like it's a good experience and I'm glad I did it because I would have always been like, do you know, you'd, you'd, without meaning to, you might hold that against someone. You'd be like, I never got to like, totally. in, like live in a different country and it's because you like, yeah. do you know, so. It's also pretty, I think it's a pretty good testament to like how strong your bond must be. Yeah, it's tough, like it wasn't easy, but um, no. I'm glad I did it. And yeah, I, I did have a really good time. And when he came over to visit as well, it was brilliant because we like traveled the whole coast and stuff it was awesome. Ah, amazing. And yeah. so when you were there, what were the craziest animals that you saw? Any snakes, any sharks, any crocodiles? Yeah, I think the craziest thing that happened to me was we were at a winery, like we were in a wine tasting, a very nice place and mm. all this. And then there was like, I was like, ooh, look, a brown snake. I'm going to take a picture. And the owner was like, get out of the way. And like pushed me out of the way and like bet the snake to death with like a pipe thing. Jesus. And uh, yeah, it turns out they're super poisonous and had it bit me, I'd be dead. Fuck off. Yeah, because we were, it was in this um, like Hunter Valley and it's so it's like very far from everything and there's loads of wineries around and that's, it's a whole thing. You go do it for a day. Yeah. But it's very far away from like any hospital or anything. Whoa. So I would have been dead by the time if it had bit me. Holy shit. Yeah, very scary to realise afterwards. Thank God I didn't realise that at the time. And like, was it close, close? It wasn't that close, but I was still taking a photo of it. Like, do you know yeah. what I mean? I was like, like it probably could have lunged. Totally, y- you know? weren't. Yeah, I'm yeah. Not saying it would have got me either. Might, but even if it had scraped me, I would have been. Yeah, in yeah. in serious danger. Jesus. Yeah. So would, very. Were you conscious of like sharks over there and stuff? Because I think I'd be really like afraid of that sort of shit. Not really. Uh, I got into the sea sometimes, but yeah. like I wasn't really. All I knew was that you don't go into the sea after a certain hour, which I didn't do. Okay. Because you know you're more likely. Oh, was that thing in the dark? Like um, it's, I don't think I don't even know if it's the dark. It's just like they advise you not to go in at nighttime when there's no lifeguards or there's no lights. Mm. Do you know you can't see what's coming and stuff. Sure. And potentially there could be something to do with sharks having night vision. I don't know. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know. That sounds sci-fi now. So <laughs> yeah, actually, I I'm love it. Just realised how ridiculous that sounds. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but I just remember we were told kind of after a certain hour not to go in the water, so I didn't. Right. And then. Um, there was a shark siren which was actually very entertaining mm. so on Coogee Beach sometimes the shark siren would go off and everyone would like pelt it out the water and like you kind of I remember being up at the top watching everyone because yeah. like, we were miles out of the water so we were just just thought it was very entertaining because um, they'd kind of Set, they'd sounded off when the shark spotted in the distance. Do you mm, know what I mean? So mm. it wouldn't really be like a danger thing. Mm. In it, as long as you got out of the water, once you heard it, you'd be all right. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they'd spot the fin from very far away. Um, but yeah, that was quite entertaining whenever the shark, uh, shark alarm went off. Jesus. And people kind of used to then congregate on the beach and go to the pub, have a few beers. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> it was good fun. Did um. Coogee, Coogee, Coogee Beach. Coogee Beach was, is where all the Irish are, yeah. It's a cool name. Yeah, it is cool. Coogee Beach. And uh, did you get tanned over there? Because you're, you're kind of you're pale. I got as tanned as I will ever get. Yeah, yeah. Not usually. I had to wear 50, like, uh, like all the time. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got a little bit tanned through that, but I, in comparison to everyone else in Australia, I was still pretty pale. And so you moved because you couldn't get a job here? Yes, originally, yeah. So if you could be employed in Ireland and live a happy life... Or well, like, sorry, if you can be employed in Ireland or be employed in Australia, where would you be happier, do you think? Oh, here, like, that is why I came back. Yeah. Like, I knew that this is where I wanted to be, but I wanted not only the experience of living abroad for a year, but, like, also a bit of experience working elsewhere. But, yeah, I quite liked 
the culture of the particular place that I worked, but I don't know if that's the like general culture of Australia Australian work. Mm. But I know that like my boss used to come around at three PM on a Friday and give us all beers and like it used to be real relaxed and real sort of real surfer sort of stuff. And I really liked in Australia they shorten everything. Mm. So there's a lot of slang, like instead of afternoon they'd say Arvo and stuff. Um, I really liked all that. Oh, cool. That real relaxed atmosphere. But I knew that Ireland was where I wanted to be long term. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. Especially what I do now, I love it. Yeah, of course, yeah. it's a good job. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a very lucky now at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Amazing. All right, we go again. Yeah. All right. We're coming towards the end. We're I was going to say we must be tipping on an hour now. Yeah, we? we're getting, we're getting there. All right, number thirty-seven. Ah, goddamn. All right, number thirty-seven. When was the last time you fell over? Oh God, I fall over all the time. Do you? You're falling. I'm very clumsy. Are you? Okay. Especially after a few drinks. Well, what happens after a few drinks is the elbows come out. Really? Yeah, and they start knocking everything over. Gosh. Um, the last time I fell over, I fell going up the stairs recently, mm. <laughs> which actually happens to me quite a lot. <laughs> but th- I guess the last time I fell over and hurt myself, yeah, not that you asked, but I'm going to tell you, please, was in November when I fell and broke my wrist. Oh shit! Yeah. Mm. Hey, yeah, mm, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, Tell yeah. us all about it. <laughs> uh, well, basically, I just come back to playing tag rugby after breaking a finger, so on my right hand. Yeah. So I was playing tag and I was running backwards, which is like part of it uh, when the ball has been turned over, such mm-hmm. So you just have to get back anyway. So I was sort of dropping back, running backwards, and I just caught my ankle and fell backwards. Mm. And because I was so sensitive about my right hand, I automatically threw my right hand out in the air to protect it and then landed on my left oh hand. fuck just split second didn't even think like it wasn't conscious just yeah. happened yeah and then I was like oh that's broken <laughs> and oh, it man. was very broken yeah so I had to get surgery and everything sugar yeah but it's back now and hopefully yeah. that's it because I have three well. now so three oh, these things happen in threes another another saying that people repeat a lot but yeah I like that one because I'm like, cool, I have three done. That so one suits me. <laughs> that one suits me, so I'm going to use it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's whatever saying suits you. That's exactly what it is. I mean, hey, you got to get through <laughs> this life. Um, but yeah, if you can see there, there's three scars oh, from yeah. the surgery on my wrist where they had pins. There's actually a vlog on my vlog channel where they reef the pins out of my hand if you want to go watch that. Oh my God, I didn't realise it was that. <laughs> if people like that kind of The surgery was that invasive. Like, I didn't even actually know. Yeah, they put metal like spikes basically up this way and then... They just pull them out with no anaesthetic, which is fine because it's over before you know it. But like, it's it's the idea of it's gross. So I filmed it and put it on YouTube. <laughs> I mean, hey, that's a good excuse to be brave as well. Cause like, yeah, like millions of people might see this. <laughs> like, I almost fell on the way here, actually. Really? Yeah. What happened to you? Just tripped over my own foot. On the north side or the south side? Uh, south side. So no. it was literally just on the street outside. I was across the road and I sort of caught... Do you ever catch your own foot? Yeah, I think I know what you mean. Sort of like you sort of stub your, I think I like stub your toe kind of thing. I don't know. I honest to God, I don't know how I do. I kick myself in the ankles all the time. Like <laughs> <laughs> so clumsy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I saw a guy. I, I went to uh, just get a little Seven Up free before you came in. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw, uh, I saw a guy. Uh, who like almost fell over but then like when you did that like you do that I was trying to be like the polite person that, like pretends not to notice just not put him in the position of like having to <laughs> laugh it off you know but uh, he did nearly almost fell over I was in the gym once and this guy was like running on the treadmill and he was like trying really hard to be like oh I'm running so fast <laughs> the treadmill and he like 
absolutely like flew off the treadmill. <laughs> around himself and he was, he was just, it was so hard not to laugh because <laughs> I was on the treadmill next to him and I remember just kind of doing that thing do you know where you kind of you have to turn your head and like hold your breath so you don't mm. laugh out loud I was like <laughs> oh no was he okay no he's fine he was just showing off and then he got he got like owned for it but he was actually fine Jesus but like <laughs> that's that so is so hard not to laugh that is the most embarrassing one <laughs> I be. nearly flew off my own dreadmill because I was trying so hard not to laugh yeah, and not course. focusing on what was happening. Jesus. Oh. I meant to ask Karma will get me now and I'll fall off for laughing for, for yeah. telling that story, but it was so funny. Jesus. I meant to ask you, do you, do you because you play like tag rugby and like at like a pretty good level, like do you have to like do like extra like gym work and stuff to like stay competitive? Uh, you don't have to. Like the people that are the most competitive arguably do. Yeah. Like if you weigh, if you kind of if you weigh them all up. <laughs> no, if you, <laughs> if, you, if you yeah, if you count it up like who doesn't doesn't yeah. arguably. Yeah, You're yeah. much more competitive if you do. Um but in terms of like if I'm playing four times a week, I actually don't have as much time to go to the gym, so I'm better in the winter because mm. I play less mm. during the week yeah. and then I go to the gym more, if you get me. Yeah, I get you. But in the summer, four times a week doesn't leave a huge amount of time to be going to the gym and making three videos and working and having a dog and a, a fiancé to, yeah. to pay attention to. So yeah, I like how the dog comes before the fiancé. <laughs> yeah, <That laughs> I almost good. said boyfriend. I'm still not used to that word. Yeah. It's yeah. just such a like... Ew, yeah. Beyonce. Yeah, yeah. Just a wanky word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah it's like, <laughs> a de- like it's a big upgrade. <laughs> yeah, but it just feels like such a, I don't know, you're such a wanker that you have to say. That's what I mean, like the word, like it's like a step up in class, like a fiance. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yes, uh, yes, I'm from Dublin now, don't you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we know fiance is male? Just swear from fiance word. Jesus. Uh, All right, I think um, we're, we're pretty much on to our last row. Uh, I mean, you didn't do bad. Like I mean, I didn't do that bad. You didn't do that didn't bad. Didn't Sean get none? Yeah, like you're like you're not the first. Some better. Like than you're Sean. not the first. Like yeah, we were having good <laughs> chats, so like yeah. we didn't get through that many balls. But like that's a good thing. <laughs> we didn't get through that many balls. We were. Finger guns. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's uh, let let's see what we can get. Okay. Like it's your last row. Like pick a number that you want me to try and find for you. I'll try and find twenty nine. Twenty nine. Okay. Let me try and find twenty nine for you. Okay. Just give me a sec. <laughs> if you do, I'll like die. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right. Oh, it's 20. It's How is it 20? I thought we already got 20. No, it's 21. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I was sorry, I was going to say we were in the ballpark of 29, but we were kind of eight away. Yeah, uh, mm, 21. Okay, go on. What's the All question right. for that one? 21. Question is, oh, kind of a nice, lighthearted way to end. I kind of like it. What's your opinion Ooh. on Dwayne The Rock Johnson? I love The Rock. Do you? I love The Rock. Tell me all about it. Because The Rock is funny. He's good looking. That's nothing to do with it, but he is good looking just Whoa. for the record. Do you fancy, um, him? fancy The Rock? Yeah. I mean, he's ripped to bits. Yeah, he's not my type, but like, you know, you just give yeah. him a poke because the telly was broke. Oh, fair. Um, <laughs> but, he's, but the reason I love him so much is not only that he's very funny and he's very self aware and he has a YouTube channel. He's really, really good dad. Have you ever followed his Instagram and seen him with his kids? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it's so cute. I think there was one where he dressed up as Pikachu once, and like his <laughs> and his and he like his daughter wouldn't let him get out of the costume and just kept making him dance. Oh my god. Aww. And like he eventually took off the costume and he was like dripping and sweating. It was gross. But him, <laughs> I love him and I love Terry Crews. Two of them Terry are Cruz, just. Terry I Cruz. love the two of them. Terry Crews. He's um. Have you ever seen uh, White Chicks? 
I don't know. All right, okay. I can't remember it if I have. Well, I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, okay, it's one of the he sings Vanessa Carlton's song and it's like Miles. very yeah yeah it's dun a very memeable moment. He's um, also in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh yeah 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 yeah. He's the Sarge. Okay um, okay. And he's real built as well, very similar to The Rock. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I love him. He also did an amazing sketch called the N- the Office Quarterback, mm. which everyone should watch. Great. Um, but yeah, I absolutely. I love them too. Yeah, amazing. The Rock's YouTube channel is actually very good. Is it? Yeah, collab with me, Rock. Hashtag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> shout out. We yeah, like this came up recently, and like he is he's the highest grossing actor in the world. What? Yeah, in the world. Like, well, that actually surprises me. In fairness. Yeah. Not in a mean way, but because, like, he does more comedy stuff than serious stuff. But I think that's the money that or the, the stuff that makes the money. He's great in that TV show, Ballers. I haven't, yeah, I've not watched oh that. Oh my God, yeah, me, me and himself love. See, himself has got me really into like sports related TV shows and yeah. documentaries and stuff and actually they're very good. So he got me onto Ballers and it is class. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. it's really good. Yeah, nice. Yeah, so I'm a big fan of The Rock now, I love him. And I remember when I was in secondary school, we were all into WWE. Mm. So like, it was, it was the UFC of its day and we used to, I ne- I actually didn't have a TV till I was eighteen, so I didn't watch a lot of the fights. But I used to kind of talk to everyone about them. They used to tell me what happened right. on the bus in the morning. And I remember my friend, I think it was yeah Claire. I think The Rock was her favorite, and we'd always be like, "Can you smell what The Rock is cooking?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think The Undertaker. I used to say The Undertaker was my favorite just to be different because uh-huh. everyone liked The Rock. But like, really, I love The Rock too. I really like Triple H. Oh yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. But again, I think that was a bit of a hipster choice on my part. Yeah, I no, I think he was popular enough, but yeah. Yeah, the, the, yeah. The, the Rock was like the mainstream. Like he was, everyone he was a Manchester United, yeah. you know. Yeah, he was. He was <laughs> yeah, the basic yeah. bitch choice. Yeah, but, everybody uh, liked Manchester United in my estate as well. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah Manchester United and the Rock. Mm. Yeah, Manchester United jersey with the Rock number ten on the back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's the way to do it. <laughs> um, amazing. Hey, you got two out of six. It's not bad. Not bad. It's not bad at all. Um, thank you so much for doing it. Yeah, no worries. Um, thank you. Do you want to, kid? Do, let, let us know where we can like find you on 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 uh, online and any stuff you want to plug. Yes. So, uh, it's Clizair online. If you Google that, you should be able to get all my social media, and that's spelled C L I S A R E. It's basically my name, Claire, with an I S shoved in the middle. Nice. Uh, <laughs> and then the Storytime podcast is. This, the podcast on YouTube and SoundCloud and Twitter if you search Storytime Podcast you should find it it's a blue and it's a big white S you'll notice it immediately yeah great yeah amazing I'm going to be doing it now yeah minute, so it's going to be great and yeah and this is probably going to be out for like a few weeks so maybe enough, yeah. maybe the Storytime might be already out so people should check it out anyway this yeah, is a great one it will be yeah. some former guests of the show Sean Connolly Laura Byrne Blind the Burger yeah, yeah. <laughs> great people we've used all the same facts yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dublin's not that big, guys. All right, a little bit of empathy there. Okay, okay, yeah. But, um, Claire, thank you so thank much. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you being with Tom Moore. Thank you. A little handshake to go. <laughs> so, guys, that was Claire Cullen playing personality bingo with Tom Moore. And first of all, a massive thank you to Claire for taking the time to do it. Uh, it was a really, really fun chat. And um, I actually did Claire's podcast right after the Storytime podcast. And we had a really fun chat about the Virgin Mary and sharks and ghosts. And, uh, I mean, if that's not up your street, I mean, you should just go fuck yourself, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, no, we had a great chat. And uh, I'd really urge you to go and check it out. Um, and let me know what you think. So, Storytime podcast. Uh, and get the Clizair on YouTube. Uh, as you said, like, her stuff is really, really great. The podcasts are all, all 
hustle on there too so um, it's just a real hub of activity and I think there's something for everyone there uh, guys a few thank yous as always a massive massive thank you to the Heads Up Podcast Network for having us for Alan and Paddy to Laura all the guys in the social media team they do an incredible job of pushing the stuff and it really needs to be said like it's above and beyond and uh, it's so handy for me as a host um, to be able to just kind of retweet their stuff because it's helping create a bit of a buzz about the podcast and I massively appreciate them so just a huge thank you guys I don't say it enough um, also a massive thank you to Liam Moore and Anthony Manley from More Than Machines Music actually to start in a UK tour uh, this summer so please do check them out More Than Machines on Facebook get them on iTunes Spotify they're really fantastic musicians uh, I've seen them live and they're smashing they played like Electric Picnic like all the other festivals you know uh, they've done the circuit and they really really are great uh, and their team music is brilliant um, as I said my friends whispered in my ears sometimes and it makes me extremely uncomfortable comfortable uh, also a huge thank you to Connor Nolan for a brilliant artwork uh, Connor's also kind enough to just like add in the guest name week to week uh, which is uh, again just above and beyond people are so kind uh, and I'm, it, I don't know why I'm so grateful all of a sudden it's kind of weird but anyway let's just go with it uh, and uh, you can find us on um, wherever like heads up I don't know like iTunes Spotify Stitcher I don't care. Uh, also, um, give us a rate, a uh, comment, a subscribe. Uh, if you haven't done it already, that does make a difference. I know it sounds like one of those things you just have to say, uh, but I don't have to say it. I'm like in charge of myself. Like no one, like my mom and dad aren't even allowed to listen to this podcast. So like, I don't know they definitely listen. They're definitely listening to this now, little snakes. Anyway, uh, guys, I don't know. I got strangely hyperactive. I just recorded an episode, and um, it's going to come out in like three or four weeks, and it was also great. So it's just a good time to be to be involved in personality bingo uh, and I hope it's a good time to be a fan uh, of the show because um, it's really fun doing it and as I said it means the world when you get in touch so please do be like Liz and Stacey and Kieran and Nads and Keela and uh, all the lovely people who got in touch this week and uh, give me a shout and let me know what you think uh, and then we shall see you next week when Stephen Jones plays personality bingo with Tom Moore. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.